You are listening to Oh This Podcast on the Live 9 Podcast Network. This show may contain colorful language and topics. If you are sensitive to this, please be advised. Now on to the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Oh This Podcast, the podcast you love to hate and hate to love. We are back with, I guess it seems like we've been away for, you know, maybe on a, you know, a tribute, a, a uh, pilgrimage of sorts to find ourselves. I don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> you know. We've descended mountains, seen through valleys, peed in rivers, done all the things you can make and think about here. Steve, welcome back to, I guess... It's not the learning annex is the way we should normally describe it as much as it's gone through off-season stadium renovations. Yeah, it's in the summer school arrangement. Yes, where you stack all the desks on top of each other so you can play Foursquare uh, <laughs> inside the center. Yeah, because the, there's air conditioning. Because there's air annex. conditioning in the annex. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Everybody, thank you for joining us. It is our 55th episode, and no, 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 not in my house. It is our Mount Mutumbo, Dikembe Mutumbo episode. I'm 55 like how do you not pick that as like the the most apt and appropriate uh episode title yeah thing. it's a it was a i mean it had limited debate on the within the oh this podcast production team but uh it was settled pretty quickly yes exactly exactly steve welcome any any quick updates from from you, anything that you've seen, experienced in the world that since we've talked to people last? I just got back from touring uh, Europe, Scandinavia, and the subcontinent. Uh, so, uh, no, <laughs> I've been uh, on on the glorious, uh, uh, in the Pacific Northwest for for a few weeks. So that was a uh, enjoyable little trek up to uh, the, the fine states of Oregon and uh, Washington. Learning to climb li- trees like Newman did when mm-hmm. he was up in the Pacific Northwest. Indeed, indeed. And... Uh, Yes, yeah, seeing, uh, uh, learning the people, the uh, their indefinable and uh, uh, yeah, their qualities, their culture, their unmentionables, their yes. nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, mostly just sightseeing and visiting my family, but nonetheless, yeah, and I went to baseball games. Nice, I I did the same. I didn't go for the whole Pacific Northwest. I went to the the Rocky Mountain Interior Northwest, the glaciers of the national parks. One might say you were Rocky Mountain High. Yep, exactly. Hashtag John Denver. Thoughts and <laughs> prayers. Never forget. Um, yeah, absolutely. It was fun. So we were, we've been out, and that's how come you haven't heard from us in a little bit. We've been out of the learning annex. You know, We had to re-up our, uh, our membership to get inside of this joint here. It was pretty good. Yeah, new, uh, new lease. <laughs> yeah, new lease and a new lease on life. So if you haven't seen us for a while, I'm going to take and throw it over to Steve, and he's going to run you through all of the magical details about the show. Oh yeah! So you want to go? You just Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah! I didn't give it a full Kool Aid Man. It was like it was a half. It was a half. It wasn't deep. Yeah, it was a half half Kool Aid Man. I was going to say it's a half chub of a. Kool-Aid it, man. it was the sugar free Kool Aid. Right. It was more like a Country Time Lemonade Man. <laughs> there you go. So if you want to check out the uh, the show on the internet, uh, go ahead and uh, swing on over to ohthispodcast.com. 
Uh, you can also subscribe and uh, download episodes from iTunes, on Spotify, uh, Google Play. Actually, Google's got a podcast app out now, so uh, they've got a little bit uh, of a more dedicated presence, so you can check us out there, too. Um, you could also check us out, like our p- Facebook page, follow us on Twitter. Uh, that's where we post all of our stuff about the show, so you can keep up to date with everything going on there. And then if you do want to support the show, uh, you can check out all the ways to do that on the website, or you can go over to uh, patreon.com slash all this podcast and support us there. Couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. Over the time that I was on my road trip, I don't know about you, but I did about 4,500 miles in the car. I, I drove for at least six full straight days, uh, three full days out, three full days back, along with driving as well. And all I could think of was podcast topics. So, you know, I'm pretty excited about that. You know, I'm pretty excited about the, the, the treasure trove of topics <laughs> that we have right now. And A cornucopia. Of, yeah. And I think one of the ones that the things that I saw most interesting on the road was when I was in Deadwood, South Dakota, the hotel I was at had a DQ in Orange Julius right next door. <laughs> and I'm like... Damn, that's got to be the one that Wild Bill Hickok used to go to. It absolutely was. You know, Ace 8 gets shot in the head and gets an Orange Julius right before him. Yeah, he needs a smoothie. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, and he, who knows, maybe a peanut buster parfait to go along with it. Do Warren Buffett know where's to put his... <laughs> you know, he gets you on that blizzard and you just ride the waves, you know, ride the highs. Speaking of Buffett's or buffets, I think we have a... a, a old country buffet worth of podcast topics that uh we we've got in store so that's a good thing it's a chocolate lava <laughs> fountain of goodness <laughs> chocolate lava fountain or the uh the just the jeff fox or the endorsement of golden corral worth of everything but didn't they used to have like the golden corral diarrhea box where you could actually take it to <laughs> they go totally do <laughs> i don't think they branded it as such but they totally do for like three dollars extra you could take it to go yeah you get a to-go box I mean, I guess it's norm better than taking and having like you know the Ziploc bag, the cousin Eddie's <laughs> yeah. Ziploc bag thing, which has been happening for generations upon generations. You know, like when I was in college, one of the movie theaters in town always did like one night a week, like during the week where it would be, um, like bring your own container for popcorn. Sure, and sure. people would bring like garbage bags and shit. It's like, can you imagine what it would be like if they didn't bring your own container to Golden Corral? My question is, <laughs> would you be ballsy enough to put like like okay this is my corn bag this is my (laughs) (laughs) this is my baked potato bag (laughs) you just walk it out hauling i don't know if i would segregate my uh my bags like i don't know what i would do with that in that scenario i don't know how hard i would go see we're riffing right now and this is not even this is not even a topic you know this is this is bonus plays right here you know this is this it may have just evolved into a, a a deeper conversation but let's let's table that for now uh, this week we are not drinking a beer, but we are drinking some delicious off-brand soda because our first topic that we're going to dive into plays right into it. But we are drinking uh, Great Value Brand's finest, Doctor Thunder. Oh gosh, <laughs> Doctor Thunder! And that, my friend, is a perfect segue into our first topic, which is the love and hate relationship that we had with store-brand sodas. Or pop for the Midwesterners. Pop. Give me a pop. Give me a pop. Soda pop. (laughs) I remember there used to be, like, growing up in the town I was growing up in, by my grandparents' house, there used to be, like, a a pop shop. Okay. Where it was, like, it was a shop that (laughs) would... It was not a mom and pop shop, if you're going that (laughs) route. But it was, like, a... It was a store that basically... It was kind of, like... 
what I would call as kid binnings. Okay. So like if you're trying to like get different, they'd have all these like different types of brands and stuff and off brands and like all that stuff, but like different types of root beer and all. Mm -hmm. And it was, I remember going in there surprisingly didn't stay in business that long. (laughs) You don't say (laughs) their niche product was a little bit and also poor, poor walk up, uh, poor walk in traffic. So it, it was interesting, but I always think of, and like, there were so like every store brand like as a kid you're always wanting like the normal stuff right the like the national brands sure but like if you're getting pop you'll take whatever you can get that sugar water and corn syrup is anything yeah so you i i remember a lot of times getting the store brand stuff oh yeah um my mom worked at uh osco when i was a kid sure, sure. so it was jewel brand everything because she got a discount off of it see i don't want to take and expose that that one just right off the bat. Well, because let me let me go to one another. I mean, it's still Jewel brand, but this uh, this was the uh, the the big one that one of the big ones I remember from there was the President's Choice. Oh wow, beverages. wow, wow! When they kind okay. of re- when they kind of like when they rolled in, out yep. their like more mm-hmm. elegant store brand rather than just generic. Um, yeah, the President's Choice stuff, and we used to always buy President's Choice cola, and for whatever reason, PC it, cola, yeah. It, it tasted like pine needles. Yep. I hated it, but I still drank it. Like you said, like you, you didn't give a shit at that point. You just wanted to pop. I, I drank it like hell, even though I'd be like, this tastes like pine needles. This is awful. But you know what? It's sugar and caffeine, so I'm going to continue drinking it. So before, so people don't, like, we have an international crowd, you know. Oh, yes. yes. You know, our treasure trove of fans in Japan and Germany. Uh, who are listening on a daily basis, I can still tell, <laughs> um, may not understand what this Jewel Osco is. So can you enlighten them into what this is? Also, we have a national crowd that may not understand. Right. So Jewel Osco is a chain, uh, mostly Midwest regional. Oh, and honestly, not very much outside of Illinois, I don't think, anymore. But They've been absorbed by parent company, they Albertsons. Have, yes. So Albertsons, like for those on the West Coast, uh, you'll you'll recognize it as Albertsons uh, in the Midwest. Uh, it's Jewel Osco, and it's like a combination uh, grocery store with Osco Drug, which is a pharmacy, and like you know you can get all sorts of little stuff there, like uh, office supplies and uh, batteries, and you know just kind of oddities, almost like a Walgreens dog food. Yeah, dog food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do that. So yeah, it's it's just a uh, it's just a chain of uh, supermarkets and drugstores, uh, but not quite like the super center uh, vibe that you'd get with like a right. Walmart or a Target, um, you know, big chains like that. It's it's a little bit more specialized. Yeah, and Jewel, I would consider in the mid '90s uh, to be one of the top producers of store brand. Uh, Soda pop beverages. <laughs> as far as as far as, as the Midwest region selection, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily. Well, I don't know about that, but they had like the competition that they also had here. Dominic's yes. at the time used to be a Safeway product, so you also had Doctor Thunder. You talk well, Doctor. Th- you had Doctor uh, Thunder, Doctor Dynamite. No, you had Doctor Thunder, and then you also had Mountain Thunder was Walmart, right? Which was weird because you had one was or like... No, Mountain Lightning is Walmart. One of them. Yeah. But you had one of them that was Thunder in, I think, you had Dr. Skipper, Dr. Thunder. <laughs> I totally forgot about Dr. Skipper. Dr. Skipper, <laughs> Dr. Thunder, Mountain Thunder, Mountain Lightning. They all had like these like, they were all trying to be like related to the, like, right. the, the national brand, but were all bad. I was like, Dr. Skipper. Hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I think that was Safeway. That okay. was the Safeway brand. Yeah. So, uh, so Dominic's had it. Did you did you ever try like you know if you had a Doctor Thunder and a uh, or and a Mountain Lightning? Did you ever try and have Thunder and Lightning mixed oh. together? Bam! Danger Zone. <laughs> code Red. <laughs> code uh, Code Rojo. See. <laughs> See. Um, no, that that would be an awful combination. There's just too many flavors amalgamating. I mean, if you're if you're ripping off Dr Pepper, what's Dr Pepper got? Like twenty three. Twenty three flavors. Twenty three flavors, and then you're trying to throw lemon and lime on top. Twenty five flavors is too goddamn much. Dude, you're getting too close to Baskin Robbins territory <laughs> before you're getting into like a infringement war right there. Yeah, that, oh. that's a uh, you know that's that's one of those things. That that you just uh, you know it could open up a uh, hole in the, the time space continuum and just yeah, it's wreak like havoc it's crossing the streams. You yeah, just don't sure. do it. I remember that there was at the Dominic's instead of uh, like it was funny because all of, like the stores I remember growing into uh, as a kid, like the grocery stores that had pop machines in the front mm-hmm. of the store would always they would always be store brand pop yes. machines too, and they'd be like some absurd like seventy five cents a can no, like be, like but it, like Walmart. They were so cheap. Walmart was like a quarter for like a store brand, like a Sam's Cola. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And then. I forgot about Sam Mullen, right? Yeah. So you'd have like Sam's Cola. And then eventually they, you know, they got into, you know, they had Dr. Thunder at, at, at one point or another. But like, yeah, like I remember it being like 25 cents and then it going up to like 40 cents. Um, but still, like that was a pretty legit price for a can of pop. See, I always thought Mr. Pibb was an alternative brand at first. Like, it's I'm not. Like, I know. It's, it's, in, it's, uh, what was the other one? There's another That's one. It's a legit knockoff. It's, there, it's, it's one of the. It's a Dr. Pepper knockoff. Right. Of but that. not a, not a generic. But there's like Mr. Pibb and there's another one that was like Dr. Pepper that was supposed to be. Ain't nothing going to compare with that particular 23 flavors. No, I don't. I it's don't like know. KFC's like magical recipe, you know? <laughs> Dude, imagine if they had knockoffs of Jolt Cola. Yeah, that'd be interesting. It'd be dangerous. It would be. Hmm. Unregulated Jolt Cola. <laughs> they did. They did. It, just, it was for Loco. Yeah, <laughs> except for <laughs> they added something to it. Yeah, minor details um, there. Yeah, so like I lived. Very much in the uh, the in the, the pop aisle. <laughs> well, yes, yes, but uh, really specifically within the Dr Pepper knockoff realm. Okay, yeah, that was my that was where my wheelhouse was. Yeah, because I think the lemon limes were just too bland. Like, and it was it. Yeah, the Mountain Thunders. You got way too much sugar. So yeah, in the do yeah. in the do related products. So we would go in. Like middle school and the early years of high school before we discovered beer, <laughs> um, we <laughs> knock would go, off beer. We would go to Dollar General. Oh God! And get Doctor Topper. I remember that too. Yeah, which is not like a specific brand to Dollar General, but it's whatever they buy, whatever brand that that is. It's from it's from like another supermarket, I yeah. think. But yeah, yeah Doctor Topper was the uh, was like a very prevalently. Uh, consumed beverage. I like if you had a national sales chart of this for Dollar General, you would see like you know everywhere pretty flat, and then they go to the Antioch, Illinois, <laughs> fucking Dollar General, and their Dr. Topper sales are through the roof. Dr. Topper's jalapeno poppers. Well, it was it was two bucks for a twelver. I know that's yeah. insane. Yeah, I mean you couldn't beat that, especially when you know you couldn't even grow it yourself for cheaper. And none of us were working, <laughs> you know, because we're in eighth grade, freshman year of of high school, so no one had 
you know other anything other than like a fast food summer job so sure 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 um yeah so that was that was the big one then that moved to dr thunder because in high school early in high school we got a walmart so that was the that was the game changer there um but some others i experienced dr bold nope no that's it's Fine. It's about the same. Dr. Dynamite. <laughs> I don't remember that one. And then Dr. Shasta, which is just Shasta Cola's version of Dr. Shasta? Yeah. See, these sound like I had bad Dr. professional Shasta. wrestler names. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Shasta. <laughs> so friend of the friend of the show, Mikey Wild. Well, uh, I I don't want to blow up I don't want to blow up someone's spot, but there's let's just say that there's a joke about something dynamite that uh, of a wrestler that uh, he knows, and uh, it's not it's not as friendly as Doctor. We'll, oh, we'll just put it there. But uh, <laughs> um, anywho, I first had Doctor Shasta I think in San Diego. Um, my aunt and uncle were living out there. We went out there to visit. I think spring break of like fourth or fifth grade. And they had Shasta Cola, and then uh, somehow magically appeared the the, the Doctor Shasta, that that came right along with it. So that's disgusting. Yeah, Shasta was weird too. It was because, weird. Yeah, it was always a weird one. Uh, like for me, in any of this, like this could be a discussion in and of itself. We could talk about grape soda. Okay. We talk about grape soda for probably generations to come. I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah, because it all tastes like cough medicine. Like More how come like grape soda, grape skittles, grape uh, um, freezer pops, grape poupon, <laughs> grape poupon, <laughs> grape poupons, like they all taste like they all have that like really thick dimetappy kind of flavor. Yet some like, some kids I knew just like would just go, how is grape soda like there was like going out of style? Yeah, um, I don't I don't know for sure. I mean, the Jewel brand one made me sick. Yeah, every time. And like, it didn't cure your cough. It either. didn't cure my cough. It just gave me a stomachache. Yeah. And that's I like I literally I was like my parents would buy it and I'd be like, nope, not drinking it. Not sure why they bought it. I think it was just uh, you know, yeah, you, you gotta round out the uh, the the pack of whatever they were buying and it was just throw in. But uh, yeah, I was I couldn't do grape. Yeah, for me it was in grape. Like now the orange soda, like. <laughs> I'm a man of man of many <laughs> things in life, and orange soda aficionado is definitely one okay. of those things. What's your preferred? Uh... I need to put that on my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> definitely going up on there. You know, horse what? owner, music producer, orange soda aficionado. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what's your preferred uh, method of delivery for the uh, for the orange soda? See, what's your that... brand? Ooh, that's a tough one. Are we one. getting away from store it's, brands? It's definitely a national brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I like the Orange Crush. Well, attest to some of the merits of the store brand orange sodas. Yeah, and like I don't want to just take and just drop the hammer on you. you no, know? do it. I don't want to slow it. roll you Bring on it. there. Um, the reason we talked and brought enlightenment towards this whole uh, Jewel Oscar was there was a time in my life, and I know that you know this vividly. You just alluded to this when the rounding out of the part where they used to give you a 24 case, like a, a, a flat. flat. Yeah. And it would be pick and choose your soda. And the orange soda from Jewel Osco, it came in like the solid can, mm-hmm. silver on one part, and then colored on the entire other half. And they were just like orange. <laughs> yeah. Root beer. <laughs> They weren't fucking around with Dr. Thunder's McSquiggle no, no, no. Works or, you know, Captain 
dingleberries, orange pop. <laughs> it was just literally orange root beer. And that line of soda that, that they put out had, like, top to bottom, could have been an all-star team in and of itself. They did have a, a hell of a lot of variety. Oh, for sure. They, like, had lemon lime. They had yep. lime. They had lemon. They had, like, ginger ale, cream, cream soda. soda. Uh, they had root beer. They always had all the diet stuff. Right. They had a fruit punch that would knock your socks Dude, off. Dude, I have a story about the fruit punch okay. when it did knock my socks off. Oh, God. <laughs> hey So Can uh, I put socks on so they can knock <laughs> off right now? Yeah. So th- uh, there was a time, uh, I don't quite recall how old I was, uh, m- between 8 and 10. And... Uh, I think we I had had a baseball game that day, and uh, I w- I wasn't particularly feeling well during the baseball game, and uh, you know I had a had myself a, a fruit punch uh, flavored Jewel soda, and we had to go pick up uh, pick up chicken at a, at a place across town, and I think we had relatives in there. Brown's chicken? Uh, no, it was actually a local place in Waukegan called Louis. Um, should have been brown and uh whatever happened between whatever whether it was i was sick or dehydrated or the fruit punch uh it exacted revenge upon me and i threw up or <laughs> fucking blood red fruit punch s- soda all over like right before you got into the bathroom of this of this <laughs> restaurant i just missed it <laughs> so i have a similar story uh i was in high school and got a hawaiian punch okay we had pizza the night before and uh, we had for like I took AutoCAD classes, which was drafting and yep. architectural stuff. It was field trip day, and we went to the Garlands, and this was like a retirement community they were building. And so they were taking us through the entire um, like process of like how to take in like build it, and then we were showing this construction like how the design process works. So they get us in this like construction site and this little thing, and they bought pizzas for us, and I was not feeling good the entire day. <laughs> And I walk in and I get one whiff of that sound and I decorated the inside or the outside of their trailer. Uh, the, the concrete's there. The construction worker's like, man, something's not going right with this kid. He's not going to be, an, he's not going to be an architect. He wants to be an urban planner. Uh, but changing the subject for, you know, the fruit punch basically it, when it's good, it's good. When mm-hmm. it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. Um, but I can say, you know, from like 100% experience, you know, the jewel sodas before, like, I don't understand where it went. Like yeah, the best part is you went to that, you, you went to that aisle. Well, I, I probably understand where it went. You went to that aisle and there, it looked like a war zone yeah. every <laughs> single time because there were cans everywhere. That's it a looked fair like, point. It looked, <laughs> looked like grenades had just absolutely <laughs> gone off every single time. Like shrapnel, like yeah. they're probably the movie, uh, um, Big Daddy came out, and when they right, fi- figured out cans. dented cans were half off, <laughs> like it did not play well into their thing. But I liked it because, you know, I got to take and be a connoisseur from a young age and get cherry cola and also black cherry soda, yes, which are two completely different things, and I could drink them together and, you know, cross the streams perhaps. Yes, per you're, se. you're allowed to because yeah. they're in the same genus. Yeah, I'd be able to Megazord up into that <laughs> and then just, like, fight any of the, you know, the evil Power Ranger people, you know? Yeah, that, uh, I, I mean, 
I I now like that you mentioned like the the fact that that aisle is a war zone. Like I'm just like recalling like at age five wandering through that. Oh, aisle. I loved it. Yeah, and I'm like I totally remember now how <laughs> fucked that aisle was. Yeah. <laughs> it was always on the bottom <laughs> shelf yep. too, and there it looked like there could have been spots for like penalty boxes too. Like you could have like okay two minutes for hooking right you put like little Johnny shit mix over here into there because he's just like throwing a fit because he doesn't get four cream <laughs> sodas you know when Susie gets three Red Bulls well I guess not Red Bulls but still you know what I'm saying yeah like it was just like it was the only like I I don't think I've seen anything that is like outside of the the produce section mm-hmm. anything that's like choose your own adventure in the groceries can you imagine if they had like choose your own adventure in t- the cereal aisle oh god that would be i was that would be yeah. just a meltdown it'd be pandemonium yeah yeah and they they've tried like well this is a topic for another day but like the you know big ass like bags of malto meal cereal versus the boxes of cereal and we can we can debate that uh ad nauseum so we don't we don't want to ro- roll through that too much but uh, i always remember too at that aisle um because they had to keep all the flavors together like no one had enough like foresight to be like you know what let's make some pre-made combo packs like pay you know tim bob who's stocking the shelf to like hey i'm gonna put four colas four cherry you know like make them into a mixture of flat it was like no all of the grape on one end all of the cherry on another and that's why you had like you could pull out a flat and there'd be three cans left in it. And then you'd have to go and figure out how to fill the fucking It was thing basically up. like the equivalent of in the movie 300 when the 300 were fighting Xerxes' various armies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and whatever you tried to do, if you tried to get a lemon lime, <laughs> you're just going to get blown over by the elephants <laughs> and the, all the other stuff like there. Like it was just the massive epic war to take and get your own thing. But, like, hands down, if you had the stack rank, you know, Jewel Osco Soda Pop is the Mount Mutombo of store brand sodas. Yeah, at least from our experience. Yeah, it is 100%, you know, know, it's the secretariat of sodas. Mm -hmm. Just case in point, we don't even need to have (laughs) any debate about that. And what would you call if you were going to assign a horse to Dr. Thunder? Uncle Slappy's Willy Stick. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> no, Dr. Thunder. It's, that. it's I, I consider Dr. Thunder to be one of the better Dr. Pepper replicas. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Thunder is... Like, he's not a doctor, but he's like, uh, like what would you... You, you wouldn't say that... Uh, Let's uh, just say Dr. So- Dr. Thunder would probably be jockeyed by Kent Sorbo. And if you know anything <laughs> about my horse racing, that's probably not a good thing. No, no, no. Dr. Thunder, I wouldn't... It's not a it's not a triple crown winner by any stretch of the imagination. But you, What's the horse that you like? The guy the one named Phil or something like that? Or No, no. There's uh, no there's a horse that you're like, I'm never playing this one again. I don't remember. There's a lot of horses I say that about. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um No, I mean you could you could call it like California Chrome. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's not, not quite a champion, you know, but uh it, you know, it, it it could do some damage. It it almost gets you there, doesn't sure. get you. All, it doesn't get you the triple crown, but it gets you close. Yeah, but when you're in, the, when I I think that when you're in store brand mode for sodas, mm-hmm. at least for sodas for me, like there's zero reason to switch out of store brand mode. You kind of like it's. I kind of think it's kind of like if you had a heroin addiction, 
I'm not going to put it like <laughs> there. But like if you're in store brand mode, you got to take a detox off of it to go to national brands and vice versa. <laughs> you know, you might get the shimmies and the shakes. I, I hope not. I, I hope not either. But it's like it's not like I was going, you know, switching back between cherry cola and cherry Coke. Right. It was like I'd be on cherry cola until it was a really, really good day. And there was coupons for cherry Coke. The last time I remember drinking cherry Coke was when they still had the wild fucking like graffiti. The awesome cans. So (laughs) a funny thing is near the pop shop years after it was, there was a 4th of July carnival and there was a, uh, there's always a 4th of July carnival Mm -hmm. in Mount Prospect. And there happened to be like a cherry Coke and Nintendo 64, like promotional thing. Okay. Right. So you get to play like a couple. Win, win. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, so you got went over there and you played, uh, you played some Nintendo sixty four to try that out, and then you took in, like, for playing they'd give you like a uh, a gift certificate, like a, a coupon, you know, like one of those manufacturers coupon for free soda, like a twenty yeah. ounce bottle. Well, I don't know how it happened, but me and my brother managed to like wind up with like. 400 of them (laughs) (laughs) like and basically we had they were all for the wild remixed uh cherry coke stuff so there was a liquor store right by our house that we'd go take it to and redeem them the entire summer we drank on coca-cola's time for that it was (laughs) was fantastic you know i remember that was that was a good year yeah it was a good day tater good day good day well patrick let us adjourn out of uh store brand mode and uh got me thinking about having that dr thunder yeah well you know it's uh it's it brings the noise <laughs> i don't think it's a tagline but god damn it it, it brings should. the noise and brings the funk <laughs> so let's get out of here but we're gonna we're gonna stick in a i guess a. I mean i guess we're never really <laughs> in an in an adult level in this in this podcast pr- pretty much ever but uh uh going going back into some not necessarily our childhood phases maybe a tail end for you but a, f- a philosophical matter of what would what toy would you choose here and i want to pose this to you would you rather own and enjoy a rubik's cube or would you rather own and enjoy a pet rock interesting you know the the guy who invented the pet he rock he made a million dollars he made a million dollars right <laughs> which uh, adjusted for inflation is probably pretty good right 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 like do you think about that someone would just put googly eyes on that there I like for me, I don't know. Like, I think they serve completely different purposes. Like, one is, yes, one is entertainment and very challenging. The other's a rock with fucking eyes. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Like, I think for me, I thought that like I'd rather have a chia pet over a pet rock. Well, yeah, but that's not the that's not the debate. I know. So probably a Rubik's cube, but I'm also really agitated by Rubik's cubes. Okay. Why would you like so, so? Give me give me some reasoning why you want that Rubik's cube over a pet rock. Yeah. I think Rubik's cube can provide you with hours of entertainment. You know, is it entertainment if it's frustrating the hell out of you? Well, some people might argue that the entire that's a very existential question. <laughs> you know, is is life entertainment if it's frustrating <laughs> the hell out of you? I think life is just a giant Rubik's cube. And the best part is sometimes if you can find a Rubik's cube that belongs to somebody else and you can take off the the pieces, the <laughs> sides of it, and fuck with it so you can ever actually solve it, that's really fun <laughs> to do. Um, but yeah, like for me, the Rubik's cube was always like I whenever I picked one up, like 
I was always fascinated by it because it's something to do. It's something uh-huh. to do. But like the pet rock, I would never think of like, okay, it's a paperweight. It's a, wouldn't it be awesome? Like if you know how they have paperweights in the executive collection, right. like the whole line of stuff that's got felt on there. Mm-hmm. What if the executive collection for a pet rock wasn't that it had felt green felt on it, but it actually had a suit, <laughs> like a suit and tie. And I mean, it, it well, was a, I pro- mean, isn't probably it accountant? Isn't yeah? Isn't the paperweight like the? It's it's like a action figure. It, you can accessorize your pet rock however it's, it sees fit. Okay. Know? Yeah, I don't see a problem with that. Make it a Liza Minnelli pet rock. <laughs> you know, rules say a dog can't play basketball. Exactly. Um, Just give it its own Doctor Skipper. <laughs> He's here, thirsty. Here's the thing I have. Well, I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the other side of this. What grinds your gears? I'm gonna go on the other side of this, and I, I gotta. He's gonna, I, I he gonna do one. He's gonna do one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight for the pet rock, not because I think the Rubik's cube is necessarily a bad thing. Like it's a toy that definitely challenges you to think about you know things and try and, and and test things out. Like it definitely is a educational toy. Okay, but that's not always what you're going for with a toy. Not that a rock is necessarily a stimulating piece, but the pet rock's not going to sit there and taunt you. Remember those? I was thinking, like, educationally, you don't <laughs> always want an educationally stimulating <laughs> toy. Remember that fart putty that you used to just be able <laughs> yes. to, like, I'm just thinking, man, it's Amazon Prime Day, and I'm going to go see if I can find some of that there. So you're sitting there, and I know myself pretty well, I think. Um, you've been with yourself your entire I, life. You know, I mean, we're we're on a Longest journey relationship to, to, you've had. to figure ourselves out. But uh, that Rubik's cube will just sit there and piss me off because I haven't got it because I haven't figured it out. And the pet rock, he's not gonna, you know, well, Timmy the pet rock's not gonna fuck with me. He's just gonna <laughs> hang out. He's just gonna chill and uh, you know not uh, give me any shit for not being able to figure out one side of a goddamn Rubik's cube. Okay, so let me drop some meta world piece, some Ron Artest on you here. What if you had a combination, like, what if you did a Jay-Z Linkin Park collision course <laughs> where you remix the shit out of okay. it, but it was a pet rock that was also a Rubik's Cube? So is the Rubik's Cube made out of rocks, or is the rock made out of out of plastic Rubik's Cube? The second. <laughs> okay. So you can solve it, yes. but it's a, it's a pet rock, so you got googly eyes on okay. there, too. <laughs> Basically, so, it's Minecraft. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we just, we just, I, damn it, I keep inventing these things like eight years after they're popular kind of thing. So, so that, that's my, my number one thing. <laughs> but <clears throat> second, give me the pet rock because at least that's got an ability, like it's a, it's a better weapon than a, than a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, the plastic, well, not if you have the, my limited edition Minecraft uh, pet <laughs> that that may be true, but w- let's just say for the sake of this argument, we're going to go with the traditional ones. In reality, unless you catch the edge of that Rubik's cube, uh, you know, you get the little point. Uh, th- that rock's gonna do way more damage. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like that's my he's, you know, that's my sidekick right there. So like, yeah, you want to fuck with me? Well, yeah. Now you got to deal with me and my buddy, my pet rock, who's going to smash you. I mean, you literally could murder somebody with a pet rock. Yeah, it's way more challenging it's to do bl- so with a Rubik's Cube. I think it's a little bit more like, you'd be very questioning like the, the Chicago Tribune headlines. <laughs> <laughs> Self-defense with Rubik's Cube. It's like, <laughs> who would you be more afraid of? A serial killer that <laughs> used a pet rock or a serial killer that used a Rubik's Cube? Ooh, that's a very... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be the segment. <laughs> or a serial killer that used cereal. Uh, 
definitely he's the least scary. <laughs> right, right. Cocoa I say Puffs. he because I don't. I mean, there's very few female serial killers. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I would definitely question. I I I'd need to know. We're going into a very very bad <laughs> spot right here, but I would need to know the total body count because I think that <laughs> I think that like your four x your four x contributor if you're using the pet rock. Okay. So, like, if the body count from a Rubik's Cube serial killer is at least, like, you know, say you're, you know, somebody went on a spree and, you know, Pet Rock killed 16 people. Mm-hmm. If your Rubik's Cube killer killed more than four people, I would definitely, like, say he was on, like, the higher echelon of that. Plus, you know, like, were these solved Rubik's Cubes? <laughs> <laughs> or was this, like, he's just upset because they can't... They are upset because they can't solve this. All right, now I have another totally. Well, I mean, it's on topic, but it's it's off the topic of. It's a hot killers. topic. Do you ever think that Kid Rock named his pet Rock Kid Rock? Ooh, <laughs> interesting. Do you ever think because there's no way that Kid Rock didn't have a pet Rock? Do Do you ever think that he ever named his like? <laughs> well, yeah, pet Rock. <laughs> do you ever think Kid Rock's kid would be named Chip? <laughs> metamorphic like chip <laughs> off the old block uh, uh, so um we, what, we what can if, we can find out we can make a call yeah. right now <laughs> we, and we do know somebody. we can we can get into the server logs and potentially um, the we so, could we could add that to a but bio. now pivoting back to the serial killer bit what if the calling card for the serial killer was just they left a pet rock or a rubik's cube oh very interesting then what then who are you more afraid of the one who leaves a tamaguchi <laughs> that's about to hatch the time of, but the tamagotchi is just gonna shit everywhere and then you're not gonna feed it it's gonna die yeah that's why i'm worried <laughs> about it because no one's gonna take care of it <laughs> so moral of the story is 80s and 90s uh novelty toys are probably if you if you're killed by one it's probably not a good thing <laughs> no uh, I, probably not probably not i'm not 100 percent certain it but... is sequential order by <laughs> premeditated means <laughs> No, uh, did you have you ever solved a Rubik's cube? Like, no, fuck no. Yeah, like there's people that know how to do it. Yeah, and there's I, people I, that know how to do it without seeing, like, watching it. They can do it fast, right? And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but you can't play Freebird on guitar, <laughs> so go fuck yourself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then they do, and then yeah, I'm just like, God just... damn it, throw my pet rock at them, <laughs> and then now I got a now I got a record, <laughs> and you that's that's number one, and now if you go to number two, you're a serial killer. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um kicks <laughs> um the no i never i never learned uh how to do one i mean i'm positive that i could have well, i mean we got the internet no no, well, could. no i could have done it without cheating i'm sure of it see which I, would you rather have learned? i was a nerdy fucking kid like i didn't have much to go on so was i but would you have rather wanted to learn how to take and beat nintendo oh, zelda zelda on yeah. nintendo or play a rubik's cube i'd rather sit there and memorize the pattern on how to beat fucking uh Battletoads 2? No, not even. You can't. You yeah. can't. <laughs> well, exactly. Uh, like, I'd rather memorize the pattern for like Mike Tyson's punch out to beat you know, the, King Hippo. Yeah, beat the various characters there. That was way more entertaining to me. However, um, no, I just don't. It, it never grasped me for that long of a time. Like I, I always would tinker around with one. I'd get to like a side that was the right color, but then it's like, uh, I don't care anymore. Yeah, like I... I 
the ones that were interesting too is like you remember how those like they had Rubik's cubes, and then there were some of them where you would take and get those balls that would go around the circles, mm-hmm. like which was just a a different brand's Rubik's cube because you could take and do that. I remember like when it, in those games I liked the ones that you could actually solve kind of things. Mm-hmm. You remember that one where it was like a triangle and a golf tees and you had to jump them? Oh yeah, I played that, that, that all was, the time. Yeah, that was. That I'll play was, that. I'll play that right now. Yeah, dude. You know, they I'll go to Cracker Barrel. I'm not scared. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. They should put that on TV. You know, just like a championship of that <laughs> shit, like an esports version of that. Okay. I'll sponsor just that. So, or I'm pretty sure you could just get that at, like an app for that on your No, phone. but you have to take and put it at like a giant esports okay. venue sponsored by Miracle Grow and the Pet Rock. <laughs> yeah, and we're we're on to something here. Yeah. Oh, this podcast presents two dollar prize, cash prize. <laughs> we will put up a dollar each. Yep. <laughs> um yeah, so th- I mean that's pretty much my uh my feeling is that uh you know the, the pet rock is he's just gonna be the, the silent partner and uh silent partner in crime so to speak he's just going to be there to to hang out and uh and and support you you know he's he's there for everything Mm -hmm. you know the good and the bad the rubik's cube is just there to fucking remind you that you're an idiot and bob seeger once said like a rock yeah i mean where where else do you go from there now do you think the rock had a pet rock the rock definitely had a pet rock yeah there's no reason not to was it named Dwayne? Probably, probably, or uh, no, well, Dwight, Dwight, <laughs> Dwayne and Dwight. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, did do you know? Did your like, did your brother have a pet rock? I don't think so. No, no. I mean, I'm I don't the think I don't think he had family, a Rubik's cube. So. I think yo-yos were in our house. A little bit of Nerf guns. Oh, Nerf guns were the yeah. We've talked about that before, though. No pet rocks. Yeah, Jenga. He had a race car once. An Ozzy Smith thing? No, I don't. I'm not looking back. I don't think anybody had a pet rock. Yeah. So I think I had a lava lamp that I tried to open once. <laughs> try to drink it? No, I didn't try to drink it, but I did. I'm like, what's this lid for? <laughs> I also did have a nutcracker, like one of those Christmas nutcrackers. Okay. That I got like one of those very nice decorative ones, the fancy ones. And you tried to crack a pet rock in it? No, I tried to crack a walnut in it and broke it <laughs> night one first yeah, one. Yeah, they like. <laughs> Nutcracker is a very loose term because those fucking things don't work at all. They crack peanut- the decorative ones. Oh yeah, for sure. The only thing that they can crack is like maybe a peanut M M&M, and M, but that's you, you know that's yeah. or there. And if you could just accomplish the same thing by holding it in your hand, yeah. They say they say it won't, but it does. The original Pet Rock was a Nutcracker, <laughs> or vice. Think of the original the Nutcracker was, was a Pet, pet Rock. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many other uses. I mean, yeah, theoretically, you could you could use a Rubik's cube, but it's got plastic and it's got crevices. A rock, crevasse. Uh, the rock is gonna keep you smooth. And if you so, smell what it's cooking, if you smell what it's cooking, then you're on a totally different level. It's like meta. It's because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if we've settled anything here, Patrick, but I'm I'm on Team Pet Rock, and uh, that's that's my story. And I'm, I'm on Team to. Yes. I'm happy for them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they've provided joy for so you're, several people. You're saying you're all winners, right? Yeah, now. you're all winners, and we have a new. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's that's fair enough because I don't think that. Uh, I don't think we can go much further on it. Now, would you <laughs> would you actually spend money on either of them today? No. Yeah, neither no. would I. Why would I spend money on a rock when I can just go pick one up off the street? Because it's not a pet rock. It doesn't come with a yeah, birth it's a certificate. Stray. 
It's oh, it's a feral barn yeah. rock. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because you got to get it purebred. It's got a. It's got papers. Uh, aren't all rocks purebred though? Now there you go. <laughs> now that's see that that's a different topic for a different story. <laughs> we'll drive through the Badlands and we'll talk about yeah. that you know, on a, fu- <laughs> a future road show. I don't, I don't think we need a geography uh, lesson <laughs> for this this show because we'll just prove that we're dumber than we already are. <laughs> dumber than a bunch of pet rocks. <laughs> exactly. All right. So let's wrap this bad boy up. We got one more session. We've got another. I would I would call it uh, a pure existential question. Yeah, very. It's it's definitely in the realm of uh, you know provoking thought, and that is, um, you know, so so many times you see in shows and in movies, you have someone who's you know dictating what's going on in the story, and uh, you know, not everyone gets to experience that in their regular lives, and you have to wonder what it would be like. Well. If you're going to wonder that far about what it would be like to have someone explaining all the things you're doing, you kind of feel like you're going to want to have a choice in who is doing the narration. Okay. So. I'm tracking. We've got three famous narrators. Which one would you want to narrate your life? We're going to start it out with Ron Howard. Okay. James Earl Jones. Okay. Morgan Freeman. Okay. So you're talking like that Will Ferrell movie where everything was narrated. He had no clue what was going on. Yes. And then kind of like, kind okay, of. yeah. Interesting. Like, So it's like everyday like mundane stuff, too. Yeah, like, every- man, Patrick's picking out Dr. Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be doing this here. Now, is it like, so we got, this, this is tough because Darth Vader versus, uh, Darth Vader, James Earl Jones versus the, the Sandlot neighbor and James mm-hmm. Earl Jones are two very different things. Well, why didn't you? Why didn't you just knock on the door? I would get you your ball back, right? Yep. And then I'm thinking like driving Miss Daisy, Morgan Freeman, mm-hmm. versus uh, Lucius Morgan Freeman versus God Morgan Freeman versus saving uh, Visa Visa Mor- commercial. Visa commercial Morgan Freeman there, and Ron Howard is well, yeah, just Ron Howard. Well, yeah, Ron Howard narrated, obviously. What uh, about Ron Jeremy? <laughs> I don't think anyone wants Ron Jeremy. To, speaking, <laughs> speaking I, I watched the Boondock Saints the other night, and I totally forgot that Ron Jeremy was in it briefly as the, uh, like, he's one of the underbosses or whatever. Yeah, he is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, And he gets lit up at the uh, at the strip club. God, that's crazy. That's crazy. So I would honestly say that, it would definitely be def- multiple multitudes of. I would probably want Morgan Freeman for about two thirds of the day and okay. James Earl Jones for one third of the day. All right. What thirds of the day are See, we talking here? Okay. So Morgan Freeman would definitely be a good. I think he would be doing the morning routine okay. and then the, like the during the day into the evening. And then James Earl Jones would take it over on like, you know, primetime television okay. to bedtime. I don't. I, I don't know why. I just. <laughs> it's a feeling. <laughs> it's, it's a feeling. Yeah. No, I think I. I like that line of logic. The the Morgan Freeman's got a, uh, uh, a tone to him that I think evokes a little bit more of an upbeat nature than uh, than James Earl Jones and James Earl. You you kind of build it up and then James Earl Jones takes you down. Takes yeah, he you just home. takes you. You know, takes you to takes you to town. Yeah. He just takes you and just like. 
I am your father. <laughs> bring it to me. Yeah. Like, what say you? I'm going with. So let me let me tell you who I'm eliminating right off the bat, and that is Morgan Freeman. Wow. Why? Fine. Um, I'll book him. No. So you can have him, and it's it's not necessarily because I don't like Morgan Freeman's voice or anything like that. I just don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm in a Visa commercial, and that's like. I constantly remember seeing Visa commercials, and I always heard his voice, and I don't, I don't want to be in it. I've got like 18 Visa cards. I don't need to hear anymore. Like I'm a, f- I might as well be the fucking voice. You'd rather of Visa. have Jennifer Gardner <laughs> taking and telling you about Capital no, One. No, no, no. <laughs> Sam, give me Sam Jackson. Okay, that's that's my Spike w- Lee and Chuck. If you gave me Charles a, Barkley, <laughs> if, if I could, I mean, uh, we didn't include him in this, but he Sam Jackson would be my wild card. Okay, uh, yeah. But mine would be a combination of Shaq and Charles Barkley <laughs> taking and narrating <laughs> it back and forth. Uh, you too dumb, Chuck. You too dumb, Chuck. <laughs> That's I, terrible. I'm gonna go with Ron Howard. Oh, really? Okay. Um, because I just simply want happy my li- days. No, happy I just want days. my life to be narrated like an Arrested Development episode. He narrates those. Yeah, all of them. And uh, <laughs> it's it's a little like there's some meta moments in there. In, in the show like the Ron Artest now. moments yes yes Metal World Peace moments um, <laughs> but uh, like it, the, being in on the joke of narrating in that show is, is part of the allure I think so that's really what, what does it for me and I would just like I would just want to hear every time like I say something stupid and be like oh like you know we're at X number of dollars sold and then <laughs> then just hear Ron Howard they weren't there's always money in the banana stand yeah uh so things like that would uh would do it for me but yeah i would go with my number two would be james earl jones Mm -hmm. because of of he's amazing because of sandlot because of uh the lion king um like in the morning i feel like you could get your we're taking lion king well he's mufasa what about jtt (laughs) i don't want jtt doing anything (laughs) Whiny little bitch, <laughs> Nathan Lane, Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> I want I want James Earl Jones doing the narration there because uh, I feel like that booming voice would uh, would would get me going. Like I don't I don't want to be eased into the day. I just want it to be front and center right away. See, you're taking him for the booming voice. I'm taking him for the relaxing nature of that. So I don't find it relaxing. It's so authoritative. Go to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, Patrick, you go to sleep. <laughs> I don't think that's that's gonna accomplish it for me. You know who I would like want to take and narrate just certain aspects of my life. Okay. Anytime I'm eating a meal, I want the guy from Mortal Kombat that says "finish him" <laughs> to take in and say "finish dinner, <laughs> finish lunch." Like that would definitely be a great one. Like <laughs> would you Raiden have- wins <laughs> combo breaker <laughs> fatality. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that like if you go to Chipotle and just fucking house a burrito and then it just says that at the end of it? It's, it's got perfect it's, score. Yeah, it's got two meanings. One, you're going to die from eating this, and two, you just crush this burrito. Danger zone. <laughs> also, Kenny Loggins. Just so if James Earl Jones and Morgan Freeman yeah, were the narration, we're talking it's soundtrack. Kenny Loggins yeah. would definitely be like, and I think it would de- it would start with uh, Footloose. Okay, you know, would be like. Footloose and then um, Danger Zone. Yeah. Would be a lot of it. You know, definitely Chipotle, Danger Zone, <laughs> and finish him. <laughs> Fatal- like, dude, I'm pretty much writing an app right now that I'm thinking about right now. Just like, okay, I'm at a restaurant. I push my phone. It's like, 
this guy has got a theme song for when he's eating a burrito <laughs> and he finishes it. <laughs> so, all right. So I di- I, I went off. No, that. it's okay. Uh, so those those are my, my my two. But now I have to flip the script on you. Okay. Um, you know the concept of the unreliable narrator is one that's prevalent through uh, works of uh, fiction and sometimes in real life as well. Um, who would you absolutely refuse to have your life narrated by? Okay, so there's two. Um, and I think it would be comic. Actually, there's three. There's I think they would all be comical, but like in the wrong moments, it would just be the raw. Like there would definitely be life moments that they would not be able to like correctly articulate the emphasis and (laughs) seriousness of those things. I think one of the first ones would be Chris Tucker. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I would not like, I, I don't know, like, where, like, the most serious moments, the birth of your child narrated by Chris Tucker would be one of the funniest things in the world. The other one that I could think of that I would not want to have is any narration done by Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would rather take the Mortal Kombat guy over Gilbert Godfrey at all the times. <laughs> and then lastly, I'm going to leave you with this one. Fran Drescher. Oh yeah, would be one like, oh my god. Yeah, like, that that would be awful. That would be awful. Those would be like three that I would be like, definitely no. Like, like Shaq and Charles Barkley would be hilarious. I would not get anything done. No. Like, if your internal voice, like, so when you're talking about narration, other people can hear this narration too, or is it just like the voices in your head sound like this. No, no, no. This is like someone narrating your right, life to right. dictating to someone. Right, else. right, right. So the internal voices in your head sounding like Shaq and Charles Barkley <laughs> would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. So How about you? What say you? Yeah, so here's what I've got. Number 1 absolutely would not have for any reason whatsoever. Jimmy Fallon. Okay. I fucking hate Jimmy Fallon. What about Jimmy Fallon doing nope. uh, Neil Diamond? Nope. What nope. about him doing Neil nope. Young? Nope. Nope, nothing. Jimmy Fallon is the worst, um, and it would ruin my day every day. And I would hear him, and then you know what would happen? He would be narrating my, yeah, you know, like oh, like Steve's walking down the street to go to lunch, and then he would start laughing and ruin it because he's a fucker. <laughs> yeah, because he can't get through any bits no, without laughing. Exactly, the worst. Um, so yeah, Jimmy Fallon would be my number one. Um, Tori Amos. <laughs> no. Um, Kiefer Sutherland would be okay. the one I wouldn't want. And it's not because I don't like Kiefer Sutherland. I love the show 24, but if I have to hear Jack Bauer grunt and or, uh, you know, have these, you know, terroristic uh, issues where he's uh, he's basically, you know, I, I don't want to feel like I have to go into, uh, you know, the... I don't want to feel like I'm under an interrogation right, right, right. While, while he is, uh, while he's narrating my life. And that's what I'm going to feel like. I'm going to be a constant state of stress. And, uh, frankly, it's just, uh, uh, Jack Bauer's too terrifying for me. Now I got some follow-ups with that. Kiefer Sutherland. No, Donald Sutherland. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. Old agent, man do ja- it. agent Jack Bauer, the cat, the gray cat. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> agent Jack Bauer, the cat would be, uh, it would not make the narration list, but God damn it, Jack Bauer. It's the best cat ever. <laughs> God. For a future story. Donald Sutherland would be amazing. Yes. Yeah. That w- I think had we expanded the list of uh, potentials 
for the original narration, he would have he probably would have come in number four. See, I'm picturing Donald Sutherland right now as the professor in Animal House, yeah. and then I'm would also. You, would you guys like, like to smoke, smoke some, some pot? pot? <laughs> um, can I buy some pot from you? <laughs> and then I'm also thinking of him as the grandpa uh, in Beer Fest. Yeah, he's like Bobo, and then he drinks, and then he <laughs> pulls the plug on himself. <laughs> I, I just think of. Well, again, I go back to the professor in Animal House, though, and I just think, come on, people, seriously, this is my, my job. job. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was, his wife thought he was boring, yeah. too. That's I, why I, I find him. Milton about <laughs> as interesting as you find Milton. <laughs> Great, uh, yes, you know. Yeah, so in the honorable mention category for this uh, for this fine segment, Donald Sutherland oh, will, go, much, will yeah. go in there. So, yeah, he's the, he's the let's just call him the... Uh, you know, like at the Masters where they always He's have... He's the sixth man. No, 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 no. Like at the Masters, you always have the honorary, you know, tee off by a pr- uh, player. champion. Uh, this, that's where Donald Sutherland's going. He's He gets a cameo every single day. Right, right, right. Whether it's for Florida orange juice or something else. Like, yeah, that's what happens. You drink your morning orange juice, he pops in and gives you a... a and Patrick is drinking Florida orange juice. Finish him. <laughs> and, then, and then you get that. Patrick wins. <laughs> So, all right, Patrick, we've we've reached the end of this. But who else? Process. Who else would you not want? So you got Keith for Sutherland. Those are my two. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I could two. go list like five hundred of. Oh, them. I mean, I could go all day, but those are my two. Where it's like hard pass, the hardest of passes. Rosie O'Donnell. No, I'd rather have Rosie O'Donnell than those two. But you also know who one another person that I would think would be great to have as another narration, like another you know the the twosome who would be playing that inaugural uh celebrity hole okay it would be donald sutherland and ozzy osbourne oh no ozzy no 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 No? don't want it pass i think it would be funny it'd be funny for like three minutes just like the show the osbournes was yeah okay but those would be the best three minutes of your day like You'd be hopping on a crazy train while you're drinking your orange <laughs> juice, taking that all the way to, you know, all the way to finish him town. But yeah, Steve, it's a pleasure. It always is a pleasure. Mount Mutumbo up in this place. Mountain Mist. Mountain, mountain Lion. Mist, mountain Thunder. Mountain, there was one of those pops named fucking Mountain Dew knockoffs called Mountain Lion. That's the dumbest <laughs> shit ever. It sounds like an Apple operating system. Oh, wait, it was. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, who was able to take and join us for our 55th episode. It is our Dikembe. Fifth. It was our Dikembe Mutembo. Oh, 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 not in my house episode. Um, we are more than happy to be back. Um, we said this a lot before. We're going to be getting back into the swing of things uh, as things are going. North. Like, lives have started to slow down a little bit. You know, Our little, summer vacations are over. Our summer vacations are over. We have, you know collectively between us probably did 10,000 miles or more uh in the past few months so we're gonna get back more onto a production schedule here for this so you can experience more amazing uh you know amazing talk radio in between your ears more frequently podcast for your intelligence we'll be whispering sweet nothings in your ears like the james earl jones of your life and the pet rock that you wish you were (laughs) if you have any thoughts about any of the things that we talked about like i want to curious i'm very curious about what people think about pet rock serial killers versus (laughs) rubik's cube killers and jewel osco soda yes so please do us a favor uh hit us up on twitter p401 and steve hombaker uh you can find us at ohthispodcast.com where we have all of our previous episodes. 
we're there. We're also all your major podcast providers are. If we're not there, just tell us. You can send us an email, do all and that. Stuff. We'll write them a strongly worded letter. Strongly worded leather. Let me speak to your manager. Sir, pull <laughs> up your pants. <laughs> Don't know about that. We'll talk to you about that. You can send your picture of how to do that uh, tactic and move. Steve, what else am I missing? Uh, check us out. Uh, like the Facebook page. And also, you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah. And if you want to support us, uh, go on over to the website. You can find out the ways there. Or go over to patreon.com slash all this podcast and you can support the show there. Absolutely. Until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Patrick. Get your Dr. Thunder. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>